If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. are back here on the block plenty to talk about here with our next guest we go to the allo vip line welcome in one of our favorites mr brian munson of husker online brian long time no chat how is it going <laughs> uh it, it's okay it's okay i i think i developed carpal tunnel over the last week week and a half or so but other than that man we're uh nebraska recruiting is Chugging right along. Got another commitment here in the last twenty minutes or so. So um, it's uh, it's it's been it's been fun to watch, and it's been really kind of interesting to watch the process that Matt Rule and his staff are using right now. Let's talk about the process before we jump into that most recent commit. What stands out to you about the process that this coaching staff is using? Well, I, if you kind of go back and you and you take a look at where you know Nebraska stood in the month of March, the month of April, there was basically this round of recruiting and and you know the Brandon Bakers of the world and the Nate Frazier's and the you know um, the really big time kind of recruits that came in and and I think that there was also the, there were also the guys that were you know a little bit a little bit lower than that 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 obviously that that weren't coming in as part of the the spring game and the junior days, but they were obviously some guys that came in like first week in June. Like you take a look at like Peyton Morgan and, and uh, a number of the other visitors at like, uh, well, like even like a Malika Square that came through, not just like more than a couple weeks ago. Um, but you get a chance to kind of like take a look at that first weekend, especially, you know, where you got Don, uh, uh, Dante Carter and um, like an Amari Sanders and a William Nettles. Uh, Nebraska, started up that summer camp schedule, particularly when they were in, you know, in Texas at Mary Harden Baylor. And then they went on to Houston after that to uh, Houston Christian. They started making offers, particularly the guys in the secondary. And then when they got back to Lincoln that following weekend, you saw more offers. You saw offers to offensive linemen. You saw offers to into the into the secondary again you saw guys getting offers that were underclassmen you saw specialists getting offers like Camden Camden Cook and it was such an interesting thing to kind of see the board you know be very very fluid in how Nebraska kind of was able to take that evaluation period data where they were talking to the coaches and looking at the huddle and maybe watching these guys like in a PE class or run track or a workout and make an offer or go check in on those guys 
And then they had a chance to like host these other players and work with them, uh, get a chance to test them firsthand, you know, see how coachable they were, you know, work them out at multiple positions, kind of get understanding about how they might fit into like whatever it is they're trying to do. You saw their board change essentially week by week, and and these new offers, you know, were really becoming then like the the next guys. You saw like Landon Davidson and Jake and Jake Peters kind of jump in there from an offensive line perspective. You saw Callan Barta and and, and Braylon Prudy, and um, you know, there's other guys obviously too that I'm Donovan Jones even, you know, from mm-hmm. Omaha North who who picked up an offer obviously following a camp. You know, where the whole board just evolved. And, and it was really, I think, you know, kind of that kind of this situation where I think that Matt rule is, is paying more attention to the, the data that he is collecting versus the stuff that's being kind of sold to him through, you know, highlight film and, and, you know, maybe just having a chance to kind of go see a guy work out. He really values that summer camp evaluation. And I think that's going to get more kids to come to, to workouts and, and camps in Nebraska going forward. That absolutely should. And I think it's it's interesting too, Brian, from the outside to see Nebraska, you know, extend offers to guys who either didn't have many or none at all, and not even a star ranking. Has Nebraska had a coaching staff that, you know, has earned its players as many stars on the recruiting rankings as this current staff? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, and in fact, I think that there's another adjustment coming up for like a Rex Guthrie who is, you know, probably the next commitment for Nebraska, honestly, you know, out of Littleton, Colorado, um, has offers from Wyoming and from Nebraska and kind of considering those two schools. But, you know, you had Quinn Clark uh, a day ago, didn't really have any stars. You know, Nebraska has put these guys on the map and has caused, you know, a lot of folks to kind of go out there and take a look at it from an evaluation and from a ranking service, you know, kind of perspective lane it landed a lane and Donovan Jones, excuse me. Uh, no different. Jake Peters fell into that. Callan Barta. These guys were all unrated at the time they picked up that Nebraska offer. And then things move, move very, very quickly through that. I, I, I think that that's, um, I think what you're finding there in that sense is that you have, those national recruits, the guys that people know going back almost all the way to like their sophomore year. And, you know, they kind of stay at the top of their game. They stay at the top of everybody's, you know, the, their minds. And, and, you know, they're part of that, that 10%, you know, of the, all the people they need to know about 2024. They're the ones that they've known about now for the last two years. Now, all of a sudden you've got that next group, the guys that have developed, the guys that are, that are been maybe behind some players, maybe they don't play in it as a populated area, you know, Cedar Falls versus modern day, um, you know, Topeka, Kansas versus, you know, South Beach, Florida. Um, and you get those situations there, you know, it's like where it's tough to kind of compare and contrast and you get some guys that are just not in those pop- overly populated areas. And, uh, and I think that all of a sudden then a workout, and uh, almost like a kind of a character interview uh, happens, and and I think it really, I think it really is one of those things. I think Nebraska is very uh, excited about to have those kinds of players coming in that they're discovering and and it fit what they're what it is that they're looking for. They're looking, they're really looking to upgrade the athletic profile of this team, a hundred percent, top to bottom. And I mean, you look at a guy like Ernest Campbell that came in this weekend uh, out of Texas. And, you know, a 10 you know, 100 meter in his film is just amazing. Not a big guy, five, seven and a half, hundred and fifty 150 pounds, 
but still the kind of guy that, you know, if he gets loose, like, look out. And, and that's something, obviously, that Daniel Kalen was very excited about, too. Like, when they start talking about guys from Bellevue West and, you know, the possibility that Carter Nelson could be joining the class, too. So there's a lot of good things and a lot of momentum going right now around Nebraska football. Well, that was one of the things I was going to ask about, the trifecta that, you know, they were able to land out of Bellevue and, and what it, what goes into that. But also, um, <clears throat> you know, do you feel that it's, it's, it's kind of uh, – an updated version of uh, of of the way that you build uh, a strong Nebraska program with in-state as well as making uh, your brand uh, sound palatable again to those outside. Absolutely. Um, you know, I remember I had a conversation with Tim Carpenter back in February, and Tim and I graduated high school together, and. Um, it, we, we, we went back to like the summer camp days and, and uh, you know, you had to go camp at Nebraska to pick up that offer for Tom from Tom. Mm-hmm. And, and it's kind of one of those things that still is in use, you know, at a lot of places like at LSU and Georgia, you know, to kind of, you, you'll get the verbal, but in order, order to get the tangible, you've got to kind of be there. And I think that Nebraska you know, was able to kind of do a couple different things, uh, I think, with that whole process. I think, number one, they they get a chance to kind of get eyes on. You know, they get they get a chance to, to really measure you. I mean, that's one of the things, like, I heard people complain about all spring and all summer. They couldn't believe how short they were when they went to Nebraska because Nebraska was making those kids take their shoes off and testing them all barefoot. And, you know, the guys that would come out of that situation looking really good were the ones that didn't fib on their numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think the other the other side of that too, Strick, is Nebraska develops an understanding about how much that player wants to catch the eye of Nebraska just by showing. And and I think it's one thing to get a phone call and for a kid to go, yeah, 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 I'm interested in Nebraska, but then but then not get there versus uh, a kid that's off the radar, believes in themselves, like a, like a, like a Barta, like a Guthrie. Like a like a Jake Peters, like a like a Landon Davidson, to where those guys show up, they show out, and those guys, and then Nebraska is able to kind of quickly assess that they're as good or if not better than some of the other players that are on their board, and and they want to be at Nebraska because they're there for the camp, and yeah. and I, I just I think that that's such a that's such a a great way to kind of go about building this program as you're you're getting that getting that athletic profile that you want because you're hand, you're, you're hand holding the test that you want to do that you're judging the athleticism by. And now you can go ahead and take those numbers and directly go into it and say, look, I'm, I'm going to judge the results of this class, you know, somewhere else down the line, but for, for the immediate future, at least right now, I can go ahead and say, we're not going to get beat because we're going to lose a race. We're, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to be able to run that race and be competitive in that race because of the, of the athletes we're going to have on the football field. And I really feel like Matt rule feels great about just upgrading the athleticism across the board, even with the offensive linemen, like guys like Landon Davidson are, are even like running hundred meters and putting up good times. It's, it's pretty fascinating to see like how some, how the athletes are just being upgraded across the board. Speaking of running the race, let's talk about running the race in state here. Um, we'll get to Carter Nelson in a sec, but Strick brought up the three Bellevue West guys. Getting one of them yep. would have been good for Nebraska. Getting two would have been cool. What does it mean, and what do you take away from Nebraska landing all three in Kalen Hall and McMorris and how they went about making that happen? It's it's huge. Um, 
there wasn't a path for Kalen to even talk to Nebraska as long as Rayola was part of the picture, number one. Things had to go south and sideways. And But I think even more than that, too, Nebraska – Nebraska had created a, 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 a second path, you know, a back door back to Kalen, essentially, like if this, you know, we got to go talk to this guy. We have to go talk to him. But what we want you to know is like, you know, we're going to come back to you and we're hoping that you're receptive of this. It, it, but we want to establish a process. The minute that it happens, we're going to be at your door. And we're going to make it really, really, really tough for you to tell us no. And we're going to let you know very, very quickly uh, and how, how serious we are about you. That was the quarterback. Now, McMorris and and Hall, on the other hand, things were really touch and go. You know, mainly with McMorris, but mainly go with with Hall. Hall, I don't even you know before like maybe two weeks ago, he hadn't even been to Lincoln. He hadn't even come down to meet Coach Rule. Um, it, it's it's really been one of those one of the more amazing things to see how like. Coach McGuire and Coach Rule and Coach Satterfield to kind of turn that one around because I really always felt like um, McMorris was possible and, and Hall was a long shot and and that really that really sucked to have to tell people that because I think that there's such a great complementary you know pair of wide receivers. McMorris mm-hmm. um, is huge production. He has all the receptions and the yardage and and yeah he scores his touchdowns but. Hall has that explosiveness and he has that speed. And and I think that when I say that he has that speed, it's really, it's really hard to kind of, kind of sell that much more because McMorris and, and, and Hall's track numbers were so very similar towards the end of the year with running that, in that mid 10, six range um, that, you know, it's, it's, it really, that I think is the biggest part of, of this whole thing. I think you look at the production and what they were able to do with Keelan at Bellevue West. That's one thing. If you look at the strides that they made, from from their from their sophomore season to their junior season of track, both of those guys improved their hundred meter times by about three tenths of a second, and I really think that that spells big things for those guys if they keep working on that because you know how big it was with Malachi Coleman. Um, I think it's going to be one of those things that, that that they can keep working on that and and just it's going to up that athletic profile again even more for Nebraska. But I, I honestly I would never have bet three months ago, two months ago, that all three of those guys were going to end up in the class. I never would have done it. And and it's just pretty astounding what they were able to do with all three of those guys from West. It's it's That's a big, big story within the mm-hmm. 2024 class. A couple quick hitters then from Bellevue West to out West. Carter Nelson uh, says he's announcing his commitment on Wednesday. Probable for Nebraska, possible, coin flip, long shot. Uh, very probable. Um, I think Nebraska has done some good things there with Carter Nelson. I think that there has always been um, kind of a, a motivating factor to stay in state. I think I always think people were always really um, being misled about who the other major forces were with him. I think Penn State and Notre Dame uh, really had a lot to lose with him. I thought I felt like they were in great position with him. I, I thought the Georgia offer and the Alabama offer and even like Texas and Texas A&M were really going to catch his eye. And, and I think Georgia did, but I think when you get Riddell and you, you have a second tight end in the class a little bit, I think it gets sold to you a little bit differently than what you really want it to be. And, 
and I, I know, I know where those guys are at and his family is at when it comes to, you know, the, the corn huskers. So, and how many times he's been down to Lincoln and, and, and so forth. And I think Daniel Kalen, uh, played a huge part, you know, potentially in getting Carter Nelson to join him in the class. So, uh, Wednesday noon, I am, I, I think I put an 80% uh, prediction in for him, which is the highest I've ever done, uh, right off the bat for anybody. And that, that prediction was my first time ever on him. I've not flipped that at all. I've called my shot on him and I think he's a Cornhouse girl on Wednesday music to Husker fans' ears. And then uh, the most recent, just uh, not that long ago, Kawan Lacey out of Texas. You have a little write-up of him up on Husker Online. Uh, what Husker fans need to know about the newest running back commit? I I absolutely love Kawan Lacey. If you've not gone out and watched his huddle film, uh, there's a little bit out there for everybody to really enjoy. He can run between the tackles. He can run the stretch play. He can get involved in the passing offense. He was really dinged up quite a bit last year. Missed a couple, three games, played beat up after that. You've got to really go back to like his sophomore season at Nolan Catholic, which is one of the top tap schools down here in Texas out in Fort Worth. I think he had 1,500 yards as a sophomore. Um, he, he, once he's like a train man, once he gets kind of rolling, he kind of gets stronger. You know, there's, there's some Marshawn Lynch in there. Uh, I, I think he runs really incredibly hard. I think he's got this kind of uh, sneaky speed and straight line speed. He, he's, he's able to bounce off the guys. He's got this bowling ball factor to kind of go along with the great hands. You can put him out there as a wide receiver. I'm sure that Matt Rule and Satterfield and McGuire right now are sitting down thinking about the plays that they plan on running with Kwan Lacey in the offense. That's awesome. He's Brian Munson of Husker Online with us here on the VIP line. Brian, get some ice, get some heat, whatever it is you need. Uh, keep cranking out the great work. We appreciate your time. Hope you can find some time to take a breath, and hope we have some, uh, some more good news to talk about with you next week. Strict nose, man. I'm going in to get some treatment. Hi. <laughs> Love it. Thanks, Brian. Later, guys. There he is, Brian Munson, with the latest in Husker football recruiting. Good stuff uh, from Brian, as always. Really appreciate it. We'll step aside. We'll hit up the crossover. DP and J in the house for old school. We'll wrap up on the block next.